everyone, welcome back. Um, I'm so glad that you guys are making your way back to campus if you're not here already. Can't wait to see you. Um, I hope your break was restful, but more importantly, I hope you have some wild stories that you can share with everyone. Uh, and welcome back to Formation. Um, it's probably a hard adjustment to uh, get back into the rhythm of everything, but we're just jumping right back where we left off. Um, so I'm kicking us off this week. Uh, I want to start by just revisiting what we did last semester. Um, and we had four big themes. But um, in those themes, one of the biggest that God kept reminding us was he is a promise keeper. He fulfills his promises. So not only does he give us promises, but he fulfills them and he keeps them. And so um, I hope you're holding on to those. Maybe tonight you can discuss like what those promises were um, that he offered you. But um, this semester we're getting ready for Fan Into Flame. Hopefully everyone knows that by now Fan Into Flame is coming. Um, and it's, it's going to take some prep. But even more than practical prep, it's going to take some spiritual prep. So uh, over the next coming weeks, we're going to be talking about Fan Into Flame. Um, just from like a spiritual prep perspective. But tonight, uh, I was praying about what God wanted to say to us. And he, it was really clear, it was really simple. He wanted me to remind everyone that he's a God of abundance. I feel like this is like one of those mic drop moments where I just walk away. I feel like that's all that needs to be said. He's a God of abundance, um, but I won't leave it there because um, he spoke other things. So, um, God of abundance. I think I find myself in moments of life, and this isn't bad, so I'm not, it's not bad, but um, I get these little glimpses of God's love for me, and I'm just like, oh, that was awesome. So for my, my big example, my first example was, um, you know those moments where there's like an extra piece of bacon at breakfast and you're like, oh my gosh, God loves me so much. Yes. Um, when I say God of abundance, I'm not talking about an extra piece of bacon <laughs> at breakfast. I'm talking about the God of abundance. And he's a God that has every good gift for us. So throw, like God loves you, yes. The bacon is awesome, yes. But like whatever you're thinking when I say God of abundance, whether it's like, oh, the God of abundance could give me any good gift. Maybe you still want X, Y, or Z gift. Or maybe you're like, it would be crazy if he did this in my life. Think bigger than that. And that's so vague and I don't have an answer for you on like how to go about that or what God, when I say God of abundance, I can't tell you how that's gonna be fulfilled. So I'm very sorry for everyone who's hoping for an answer out of that. But what I can say is, whatever you're thinking right now, he can do more than that. And that's just because we're human. Like our minds don't go to like the craziest option possible, which is good, but um, we have a God of abundance and he has every good gift for us. And I think I'm reminded of that, the first verse that comes to mind um, is in Matthew. when it just talks, um, about for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened 
Or what man of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If then you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? He owns everything. He can give you anything. He can make anything happen. And we know that. And I know that a lot of you know that. Um, some of you are really good at dreaming big. Um, and a lot of you have seen God do crazy things in your life. And so you're like, heck yeah, I know God's powerful. God can do this. And you can probably list things. And I'm going to challenge you right now. Whatever you're imagining in your mind when I say God can do something crazy, if your example of that was from the last conference, or if it was from two years ago, or I don't know, I'm just thinking like if it was from like, oh, I saw him do this, like this crazy thing, like he healed somebody's leg at a conference I went to over winter break. That's great. That's awesome. Let's celebrate that. When's the last time that you believe that God was going to do something abundantly right here at OSU? When's the last time that you testified to something that was crazy going on right here in your house? You're in your house right now. Do you believe that something abundant is going to come out of your morning prayer every morning? Do you believe that there are gifts for you as you walk across the oval? When's the last time you're, I mean, you're all quarantined. When's the last time that you walked across the oval and expected abundance? Because you expected at conferences and that's so good. But God's doing something right here. He's do, he has so much for us right here right now, and are we stepping into that? I think my biggest thing when I was praying about this talk is, okay, so we know we have a God of abundance. I think most of you believe that. Maybe we're stretching our minds in that a little bit, but it, obviously it's, the issue isn't in the giver. He has everything and he wants to give it to us. Uh, so it's probably in the receiver, right? The issue, is we're not ready. We're not ready to receive abundance. And I see that in myself, right? Kind of similar to like the bacon example. Um, I catch myself in this all the time where I meet a girl on campus and I get really excited and I come back and I might even talk about it for weeks because I'm so excited about what God's doing in her life and how God's working through me and I'm excited. Um, but I'm not really receiving abundance, right? Because if you remember, uh, I think it was two semesters ago, we got a prophetic word that the Lord had 500,000 hidden evangelists for us. So why did we stop at the one? Why did I get so excited about the one? And then why didn't I ask, I wonder what's going to happen next? Why didn't I think about what's going to happen next? I got too excited and I let it stop there, right? But he's a promise giver, he gives us promises, and he's a promise keeper, and he wants to fulfill them, and he has abundance for us. 
So it's a matter of, like, are we ready to receive abundance? I don't think we're ready because it's scary. You know what happens when you receive things from the Lord? Your life changes. And maybe some of us aren't okay with that. That's, I mean, that's honest. So maybe think about that a little bit. Are you ready for your life to change? Are you ready for your friends' lives to change? Are you ready for the people that you run into to be completely different? I don't know. I think the biggest image in my mind when I think of like receiving abundance is the Lord's like ready to pour out on us. He's not a God that's like sprinkles it. He doesn't show up on a Wednesday morning and say, I'm going to sprinkle joy on you and that's your little Wednesday present. No, he's like ready to dump. And here I am ready to receive and I'm like ready to receive this much. Almost like take it. Be like, thank you so much. And it's good. That's gratitude. But also, he's a God of abundance. Like, it's kind of offensive that you're like, thank you for this piece of white rice when he has a whole feast at the table. Don't offend God. One of the, the women in my house, <laughs> when I was like explaining this, she goes, yeah, Jaslyn, get out your pool. Like, I should have a pool surrounding me, empty, ready to fill ready to receive. So get ready. God's going to fill. That's what I have to say. Um, but we have to be ready to receive abundance. And that means change is coming. It's exciting. It means change is coming. And we have to be ready. So what does it take to receive? Well, I don't know, it's probably going to be different in each of our lives. Maybe we need to make room in our lives, get rid of distraction. I could list off a ton of things and I decided not to get into it because I think you actually know what in your life is stopping you from receiving. Do you need to go repent? Do you need to get rid of distraction? Do you need to just dream bigger? Do you need to take more time in prayer? I don't know. That's up to you and I'm not going to go into all the examples. But one thing that I did uh, get more into in praying about it is I think what it really takes for us to be receptive to abundance is we have to get over our pride. We have to get over being like too concerned with ourselves. Because if we're too concerned with ourselves and something that we might fall into, a lot is like, what am I gonna give? Or how is that gonna affect me? What do I have to say about it? And I actually don't think, I just wanna say, our community is awesome and I don't think we fall into this in like an overt way, like me, 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 me. I think, I definitely think it comes in in really sneaky ways though. Like really, really sneaky ways where we start to make it about me. What's my schedule like? What do I want to do to serve? Um, what's going to be the benefit to me? Or what's going to be the cost to me if I do it? And the issue with us being overly concerned with ourselves is we're not concerned about what God's doing right around us. 
we're not ready to receive abundance. There's probably a ton of things, but we're way too occupied looking at the things that we just have in our lap. They don't need to be there. What we need is trust. We gotta be ready to receive abundance. And I think something that Michael and I have been talking about just as we prepare um, for the Lord, for fanned into flame, for uh, just like a wave of new life in the spirit is uh, we're taking on the litany of trust each day. And I know our houses, some of our houses are doing this too. Um, but as I read through the litany of trust, I think each time you read through it, something else is gonna stick out to you. But these are the three that stood out to me for our community as we prep for Fan and Flame. From the false security that I have what it takes. You don't, you don't have what it takes. You have a lot of good things though and you have gifts from the Father, so you're set up really well to succeed. Um, but you don't have what it takes. And so, actually we were just on a team retreat in Florida with all the missionaries and one of the greatest pieces of wisdom that they offered to me was, they said, pray for the grace to despair. Not in a sinful way, don't despair in the Lord and in his promise and what he's doing, but pray for the grace to despair in your own ability. When you're aware that you don't have what it takes, you make room for God to do crazy things. So pray for the grace to despair in your own ability. Uh, the second one from the litany of trust was from restless self-seeking in the present moment. We're all sinful. I think we all do this a little bit. Not even a little bit. We all do this. Restless self-seeking in the present moment. We're more concerned about what we're doing than what God's doing. We have to get rid of that. If the God of abundance is going to pour out on us, if we're going to have a pool ready, we're not going to be satisfied with just the bacon then we can't really be concerned about us and what we're doing and the last one from the litany of trust was from the fear of being asked to give more than i have odds are you will you're going to be asked to give more than you have and the best part is it's because god's going to be doing it through you if we can remember that god's doing it with us we're good to go there's nothing to fear I think one of the things that I love about abundance and one of the things that kept coming up in prayer is with abundance, there's overflow, right? Because you have your pool and he's going to fill your pool and it's going to overflow because you're working with abundance and a lot happens in the overflow. Um, if you're working with overflow, you know that you're not working from your own means. And you're not concerned about what's happening with you, what's going on in your life, your schedule, your efforts. You're working from overflow. Everything's happening and you're so aware that it's God in your life. Think about that. Right now in your current life, are you working from overflow? of God's love, of his promise to you, of expectant faith, of gifts? Or are you working out of 
believing poverty. God's not impoverished. Like, I didn't say that right here. God doesn't have poverty. He's the God of abundance. He has overflow. He's not sprinkling. He's dumping. And that overflows for us and it's for others. And I want, I think we say this every year, like fan into flame is for you. I pray that you hear that with new ears today. In fact, okay, we're going to pause. We're going to pray right now. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord. Lord, I pray that your Spirit would come down right now. That you would open our ears in new ways. Lord, will you create space in us right now to hear your promises again? Will you give us the gift of belief that they're coming true? Lord, will you expand our minds? Expand our minds, Lord, with the belief that you can do more. Lord, would you teach us what abundance means? Would you show us? Lord, we need you to make space in us right now to move forward. All right, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. This is really important. I want us to hear it with new ears for this reason, is I think every year we hear that fan into flame is for us. It is, it is for you. <laughs> and it's really, really crucial that you ready yourself to receive abundance. And something that I've just been reading about a lot is how Baptism in the Spirit isn't a beginning and it's not an end. It's a catalyst. What's the good news about that? It can happen over and over and over again. I'm humbled to say this is my eighth fan in flame. And I can testify to the fact that every single time that I've been baptized in the Spirit, which has been more than eight times, which is amazing, um, but every single time, I've asked the Spirit to come more into my life, He has. And it's gone deeper, and I've had more freedom, I've had more fruit. And He has that for you. And I think you believe that, I hope you believe that. Um, do you believe it abundantly? Or do you think that this is another like, yay, it's fan in the flame season. <laughs> it is cheap and whatever. It doesn't get me jazzed, is what I'm saying. But it's really important that you guys are ready to receive abundantly because actually as a community, we impart that on the people that we're inviting in. 
been reading this book by Stephen Clark. He's a Catholic author. Um, and he talks a lot about this, how a community can impart on others, um, especially when we talk about baptism in the Spirit. And so I'm going to read a section from this. It says, it is almost true to say that when we are baptized in the Spirit, we, we receive as much of the life of the Spirit as the community we are a part of is experiencing. I'm just going to say it again. Seems fun. It is almost true to say that when we are baptized in the Spirit, we receive as much of the life of the Spirit as the community we are part of is experiencing. Your openness imparts openness to the people that you invite. You having expectant faith that God is going to work abundantly in your life, that you are going to walk away changed, imparts onto them on if they're ready to receive abundantly. That's really important. important. And it's not to say, like, all of this is on you. It's not. We talked about that. And it's not to put this pressure on you, but like, it's really important that you're ready to receive from the Lord. He is for you. Just in case you forgot, he is for you. And he's working all things for your good. And he's a God of abundance and he's ready to pour out. And I'm going to say it again and again and again. I want you to experience it. It doesn't have to happen on Fan and Flame. Something's happening here. You live in a house of amazing people. You're on a campus with an amazing community. We're not saying wait for Fan and Flame, but something's happening right here. You don't have to run away to find it. You have to climb a mountain. You don't have to go on a conference. It's happening right here. He's going to pour out in you, and I want you to experience it. I don't want you to just dream about it. I don't want you to just talk about it theorize about it. I want you to experience it. You're going to encounter the Holy Spirit, and you can right now. It's exciting. Could you imagine if the majority of our words were talking about how we have encountered God, how we've experienced God, and not just talking about how we want to? We fall into that sometimes. It's good. We're cultivating expectant faith. We're cultivating dreams. It's good. But now is the time, right now, to experience it. Open yourself up to receive abundance. I think a lot of you, <laughs> and myself included, um, love... Love, I don't know, that's a strong word. You really like this song, We're Getting Ready. I love it. Um, the song is about how, it's about heaven. We're getting ready for heaven. And uh, it talks about how all the promises are fulfilled. Jesus is coming, he's coming back, and we're getting ready for him to come back. Um, so it's in anticipation of heaven. It's an amazing song. If you haven't heard it yet, I recommend it. Um, but when I hear that song, 
we're getting ready. In my head, what I envision is us. I'm thinking about you guys. We're getting ready. I'm not thinking about like so-and-so and I'm gonna pick my best friend from over here and maybe them. I'm thinking about us. We're getting ready. We're getting ready for heaven and that's true for our lives. But I'm also thinking about it for this season. As we prepare for fan into flame, as we make ourselves ready to receive abundance, we're getting ready. Because the living God who reigns in heaven, who has access to all of heaven, comes and dwells in us through his spirit. His presence through his spirit wants to come abundantly into your life. And we, we're getting ready. And it gets me pumped up. We're getting ready. I hope that that's true for us. I don't really have much else to say. So. Um, I challenge you guys. Remind yourself of the promises that he's given you. Act in expectant faith and act. Don't talk about the what if. Dream. And then don't just talk about the what if. I want you to experience it. So I challenge you to pray about those things. I challenge you to take on the litany of trust so that you ready yourself to receive abundance. And I think the last challenge in that is to really consider what abundance is. It's not an extra piece of bacon. more than that. He's a God of abundance and he's for you. I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to get ready with you, but I'm praying for you. <laughs>